Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. Larry and the Your Family Bank team seek to educate Americans just like you by providing real strategies for protecting and growing their hard-earned money. Get set for a show full of economic news and financial information affecting your bottom line. Larry wants you to reach the financial freedom you've worked so hard for. So now, let's start the show. Here's Larry McLean. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh... Thanks for listening to the podcast. We appreciate it. The Your Family Bank Show. We're excited about uh, what we're going to go over today. We've got a special guest that's coming on today. I'm excited about that. Talk about student loan debt, which is a very, very hot topic in the country uh, right now, for sure. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have that just a, just a few minutes, and then um, you, you know, listen to us all, on all the platforms out there. Like us, man. Like us. We. We want you to like us, even if you don't like us, like us anyway, right? So uh, that helps us to get out there, share our information out there uh, with your people uh, and and help, you know, your family bank, help people out there. That's what we're all about is helping people get out of debt, helping people retire, you know, give them the strategies to retire in some cases early, uh, which which that's that's an amazing feat uh, uh, yourself to get, you know, get people people out of the uh, the workforce earlier even in as we talk about we're going to talk about a lot of stuff in regards to that today a little bit about people working longer and things like that i just got back i was i was uh tarpon fishing this last weekend uh boca Grande and at the pass down there and had a great great time and uh with my brother-in-law and uh, my son el we had a great great time down in in south florida we got late late, late last night that's why i'm in my home office today and not in the studio at our normal office. But uh, thanks for listening today. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Give you, uh, I think, some great information. Got Matt, our, our fantastic uh, producer here today with us. And he's he's always a joy to have on board with us. Matt, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing great, Larry. I need to get you to follow me around and just say nice things about me because that, that'll just make me feel better about life in general. <laughs> yeah, I, me and you both. I, I try to get my wife to do that once in a while. You know what I'm saying? But uh, anyway, good luck. I'm, I don't, I don't, that's crazy, right? But no, man, I, I appreciate you, man, all your help you give us and really uh, excited about that. It is hot in Florida right now. Uh, today, is, it's, 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 I think, 92, 93 degrees, but it feels like it's, they said 107 degrees. So we got a high pressure thing over Texas. And so there's heat index out there. Be careful. Uh, keep yourself hydrated for sure uh, on these hot days. So, Anyway, let's get started. I, you know, I, I'm excited to have Dave Lins, David Lesky with us today. Dave's been with your family bank. Gosh, I guess it's going on five years now. His dad's uh, 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 brought Dave in the business. He's a young guy. He's a, one thing I like about Dave Lesky is that number one, he is a Florida State graduate. So we love that about Mr. David uh, being a Florida State graduate, and uh, we know the Gators lost last night. Uh, in a heartbreak when they came back the day before yesterday, the big game of the World Series. Uh, so, you know, LSU won. We can't help that. And, and Gators lost. And, oh, let me cry a tear about that. No, yeah, I'm, I may may not. But um, 
Florida State wasn't even in it. Okay, so I ain't got any of this thing about Florida State. But I will tell you this. This year we didn't go to the playoffs. It's the first time in 44 years that we didn't go to the playoffs. The longest streak uh, of going to the playoffs of any college team out there uh, is what I understand. And that's going to be a hard one to break. But let me get uh, Mr. David Leske on the, uh, uh, with us. David, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Larry. Go Knowles. How you doing? Go Knowles, baby. Go Knowles. I'm telling you. So we, we're excited about having you on today. And and again, David, you've been you're a Florida State graduate. We graduated graduated out of college. You came on board with your dad, right? Uh, right away. And you came you came up and uh, joined uh, your family bank. Your family bank is is a program helping people, you know, get out of debt. But your focus and what you did uh, was focus on student loan debt. So you were helping your own peers, if you will, in that situation with with uh, student loan debt. So tell us a little bit about you know, what you've been doing and how you doing it. Yeah. So just to, you know, go through that backstory a little bit more, you know, when I was getting ready to graduate college, you know, luckily my father's a, a financial advisor. We have an independent firm. So yeah. he was able to help sponsor me to get my series seven, all those licenses yeah. that you need to become a financial advisor. Right. And the plan was originally go work for one of those big firms for a few years, learn, then come join the firm. Luckily, he met you about a, a year before my graduation and learned about the family bank concept. I learned how it's true financial advising is not just lo about looking at what a client has to invest their assets. We'd look at the full picture of their liabilities. Right. And when he started telling about the concept, you know, he was really helping his clients with their boat loans and their second uh, house that they have for vacations. Maybe not similar to student loan debt, but the principles applied. Right. And then I asked him, can you do this for student loan debt? You know, nearing graduation, a lot of my friends, we were talking about these types of things. And he's like, I'm not sure, but I know who will. And uh, that's how, how I met you, Larry. And ever since then, been, you know, assisting individuals, firstly, in understanding their student loans. You know, you put pieces of paper in front of an 18-year-old. You want to go to college? Take this sign right here. Worry about it in four years. Yeah. We don't even understand the debt. So firstly, educating, you know, doing things like this, just getting the knowledge out there that's available to people, but not that easily accessible or, or put in front of them. And then, you know, just showing them through financial literacy, how they could use their money more effectively to eliminate their debt. And, you know, it's pretty funny, Larry. I think you'll appreciate this. Um, you know, being a 22 year old at the time, helping, you know, no other 22, 25 year olds, whatever it was with their finances, they're telling their parents about it and they're like, okay, who, what are you doing? Who are you talking with? All right. I'll go sit at their kitchen tables, you know, just, just me and show them what we're going to do for their son or daughter. And all of a sudden it went from, who is this guy to, can you help us? Right. Because at the end of the day. If we can help someone pay off their debt faster, that's more money in their pocket and more money getting directed, you know, towards their savings for retirement. No, and you know what, David, the, the great thing about it is that, and, and and you said it, true financial planning is not only looking at the assets, mm -hmm. and, and most financial planners out there, I mean, that's, that's who they are. They say, you know, where's your money? Move it to me. I'm better than the guy you got, right? That's the true, that's the financial plan out there. 
But no one look no one looks at uh, at, at liabilities today. And the yep. great thing about your family bank is that not only do we not look at the liabilities, we show that people how to get out of debt, how to improve their cash flow, how to get more money in their pocket, and and get and guess what? I, you know, some sometimes people ask me, say, "Well, what do you do?" I, I said, "You know what? We make millionaires because based upon the interest that they're paying and the debts on the average, not everyone, but on the average." We make people millionaires because by not paying the banks and the loan companies and the mortgage and the credit cards and the student loan situation, they can take that money, not only, not only the principal they were paying, but the interest they were paying and put it back in their pocket. And guess what? They can become a millionaire just by what they were paying other people. Amazing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit, you know, student loan. I mean, that's, that's a hot topic right now. I mean, you know, Everybody's waiting for this magic wand to, you know, go by and, and pay off everybody's student loan debt. They're going to have to wait a little longer. Yeah. Don't hold your breath on that. I don't think, I don't think it's going to happen out there, but talk, talk to us a little bit about, you know, you know, you know, what, you know, what, the, what the guy or the girl out there is facing when we talk about student loan and what it looks like. Yeah. So, so firstly, it goes back to that, you know, we've talked about it earlier. They're not informed which is the biggest issue right then yeah. and there, you know, talking more about federal issued student loans. I mean, the government is giving money to teenagers, right? They're not educating them on what happens after college. On average, we see just undergraduate, a four-year degree, went to school for four years. Like, let's grasp this concept. We want to yeah. make the next generation better and give them as many advantages as we can but right. they're going to start their adult life or careers with an average of 20 years paying on a four-year student loan. 20 Four years they, they took out their loans. And they're paying at 20 years. On average, correct, yeah. You know, before we jump into it, I just want to share, I actually had a client in the office four days ago. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to, you know, went through kind of the education first because we always leave with the education. Right. And I sent him data gathering for him just so I can understand the situation and kind of put a plan together for him. Right. Now he sends me back and he writes student loan and he wrote $55,000. Wow. So yeah. I, I see that and I call him and say, Hey, just quick question. Did you consolidate your debt? No, I never did that. Do you have multiple loans or is it one loan? No, it's one loan. I'm pretty sure. Well, he comes in the office. Yeah. Logs on the department of education's website. Yeah, $55,000 debt. Yep. Bottom right corner of the website, he sees, see my servicer's website. He's had his loan for five years and yeah. never logged into his actual student loan servicer. Yeah. Click on that, register it. He has 14 loans making up 55000 Fall I got. Right. Like, like, this is the federal government giving these to us, but not educating us. It feels like it should be the, you know, a little bit more help on their part, but that's what we're facing. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So, all right. So, Dave, let me get this straight. You got a guy out there that, you know, I don't know what, does he have a profession at this point? I mean, is he spent uh, three years in the Navy. Okay. And now he's a police officer. Okay. All right. So, he's got, he goes on, he's got $55,000 in student loan debt. He thinks he owes one person. He, you log on, we can find out he's got 14 different loans. 14 yeah. different loans. 
and I'm sure probably 14 different interest rates is is as far as that that too. And based upon that $55,000, and think about that $55,000 in debt just to, oh my gosh, you want to hear the worst part, Larry? Yeah. Uh, I see you're sitting down, so that's good. I absolutely, he borrowed out 52000 but because he didn't understand where his payments were going because he thought it was one loan, they'd be getting allocated to the highest interest, not touching principal. He's actually paid for just about five years and his balance has gone up $3,000. Oh my gosh. Think about that. You know what? Here's the thing about staying along this. They're designed not to be paid off. I mean, they really are. They're designed to just keep paying and paying and paying and paying and paying. And, and you got people, you got doctors, attorneys, and uh, veterinarians, professional dentist people. I mean, professional people on on one line that that carry these loans well into in into uh, into their careers for sure. But you've got people. I mean, you got nurses, you uh, 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 physical therapists, anybody that's doing a loan to go to school, no matter what that situation is, falls to the same boat, which are millions of me. Matter of fact, David, and you're probably going to show this, but the biggest debt out there right now across the country is student loan debt. It's higher than credit card debt. Crazy today. Yeah, yeah, it is out of control. And, you know, just you said earlier, don't hold your breath for uh, that magic wand to come and wipe them away. Yeah. Just one more little fun fact for you. Okay. Student loans prior to COVID were the only branch or arm of the federal government that produced a profit five straight years for the government. So when we think about it like that, we owe a lot of debt ourselves as a nation. I don't know if they're going to be too quick to give up their only revenue source that they can count on. Okay. Okay. David, say, listen, for our listeners out there, I want you to, I, want you, I mean, because I would just say that one more time. Mm. Real slow. Work, work, work that one more time for me, buddy. So let's just think of the country as a business with a lot of different operations that they do. Sure. You know, they have the tax department. They have all the different areas. Student loan being one branch of that business. Right. Before, you know, the halt of student loans when COVID happened. Right. Five years in a row, they were able to turn a profit, basically have positive revenue from that arm of their business five straight years. Now they, yep. Now, okay. So you think, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking in my mind right now, I'm thinking of the postal authority. I'm thinking they have Fannie Mae. I'm talking about Medicare. I'm thinking of social security. I'm thinking of everything out there as far as what the government runs is, is broke. It is broke. And here we're saying, that one of the biggest debts out there in the country today that out outweighs credit card debt, the United States government is making a, has made a profit on for five years in a row. That is sound. I'll tell you exactly. You know, and not to go off on tangents because I can tend to do that on this topic because yeah, obviously I see it enough and I'm passionate about sure. what I think it should be like. Sure. But they treat student loan debt the same way they treat IRS debt. You don't pay your taxes. Well, guess what? If you go bankrupt, it'll follow you. They can yeah. put judgments on your paychecks. They can wait till you retire, take it from your 401k accumulation. Everything I just said about tax debt applies to student loan debt. 
You try to better education, go to college, don't pay them. You're treated as if you didn't pay your taxes in those regards. And, you know, I heard heard this uh, 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 to be true. And a lot of times parents sign off on, right, their student loans. And they they sign on some of these parent plus loans, right? And they sign off on these things. And if they don't get paid out, they'll take that off their Social Security and pull that money right out of Social Security uh, to pay it back. So that's, that you know, uh, the government wants their money. Hello? You know, that's what we're talking about. I got enough stories that could uh, scare anyone, but I, not for today. And let's try, I'll try to keep it as positive. Unless sure. you want one more before we start off. No, let's let's hear it. I, th- I think one, uh, absolutely, buddy. Because I mean, people need to know. People yeah. need to know what's going on out there. We had a you know a woman who uh, you know came to see us, and her parents immigrated here from Cuba, so she was the first generation to be born here. Lot. Parents worked real hard, did what they could, but she had to take out student loans for college. She didn't pay them. Her parents had a small, small shop, you know, like a convenience store down right. in Miami. Right. And finally, they got it. They did the American dream. They moved here and they made enough money to sell their business and retire. Right. The second they sold the business, they were co signers on their parent plus loans. Yeah. Didn't end well for them. Let's just say that. Well, you know, the thing about it, David, if people don't know, people don't know what they don't know. And at the end of the day, we've got to make sure that we get the message out to people that, listen, there is there is help available. There There is a way to, uh, to get yourself out of this debt and get yourself on a positive road, if you will. And, 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 and the great thing about it is paying it off and getting it off, getting it off that ledger on your side of the fence that you're not weighted down. You know, I saw a study, David, and and this uh, again, this was very, very eye-opening for me. Uh, they did a study and they interviewed, I I, I think it was two thousand or three thousand people that had student loans, right? And out of those student loan, out of those people, the student loan debt, they said that fifteen percent of the people that they interviewed had considered suicide. Mm-hmm. Now that's crazy. If you think about it, but you know, I've said this, I've said this for years. I mean, your family bank's been doing, you know, get, helping people get out of debt for 14 years now. And, 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 and I can tell you this financial stress, not can certainly can hurt you emotionally. It can yep. hurt you physically. I mean, there is, uh, there's evidence, uh, heart attacks and strokes that go back to stress related, which comes from financial stress, if you will. Uh, emotional things, you get child abuse, um, uh, spousal abuse, and even suicide. And even people, when they get so much stress, some of these people have went back to cut. I mean, they lose their job or something like that. Guess what happens? They get into financial stress. They go back, take a gun, start shooting people, you know, at, at the mm-hmm. news. So it, 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 it's, it's a serious, seriously situation. And here we are right here talking about one of the areas that you know more about than anybody out there as far as your family bank goes is student loans and how this works. And I know you brought some slides to go over with us uh, and kind of you share with us. And and so uh, let's 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 talk about that for a second. Right. Yeah. And uh, I know a lot of people are probably listening and not, not seeing all this right now, but I'm going to send you a link, Larry. Maybe you could post it on the uh, podcast link. Absolutely. Description. Yep. yep. This video, um, the first slide is a video, and it 
I think it was about five or six years ago. Yeah. And what it does, is it kind of sets the tone, right? Throughout the video, you'll see, you know, presidents, senators, all these different types of people talking about the importance of education and how they're going to come in and fix things and make it more affordable and fair right. for college attendees to get these loans. And then as you go through it, they start to talk to a few different people that have student loan debt, kind of like you just said. Right. They share their stories, and it is just not what we're hearing from our leaders. We're right. not getting heard. They call, they get passed around. At the end of the video, I, I'll spoil a little bit, but I think it's powerful to watch anyway. Right. You just see a tremendous amount of people holding up a number. 83,000, 124,000, all these different dollar amounts because they don't see us as individuals. They see us as our debt amount. Yeah, and that is really the issue. That's where it starts. Right. Um, and it kind of just sets a precedent for, you know, student loans and in 2023, we're going to try to keep as current as we can, going through a little backstory. But for today, I think it's the education I want to focus on. Sure. Because that's just, that's, that's where we're lacking. And uh, yeah, so that video, great. I'll send you that link. These numbers right here, this is just for undergraduate studies. Not to mention, like you said earlier, the doctors, the lawyers, people want to get their MBA or go for future schooling, but two out of three students will graduate undergraduate college with $39,000 of student loan debt. That's not going to be the one-third that graduates with zero. Two out of three have just under $40,000 in student loan debt from undergraduate. Now, as we look forward, after they graduate, we talked a little bit about what happens when you don't pay your loans. Well, 11% of student loan borrowers fall into the delinquent category. Then we get to default. And if you default on your loans, the government can hold money from your paycheck. They can, you know, make sure that you don't get your tax refund. They can come at your 401k eventually, you can go for your assets. You go bankrupt, it follows you. You can't get away from it. It's just like IRS debt, as we talked about earlier. And then understanding the actual types of loans. You know, I get this all the time. I talk to someone for the first time. Great. You want to, you know, we'll try to help you. Do me a favor. Just give me a summary. Give me, tell me about your student loan situation. What type of loans do you have? And this falls back to, again, not understanding our, our loans or where we are. Most people don't know what type of student loans they even borrowed. So just to give everyone a little bit of an education today, we're going to talk about really the four main types. Again, the first is direct subsidized federal student loans. Now, these loans really have to be given to those who can qualify for them. They're not for everyone. You have to prove financial hardship. The benefit of a direct subsidized loan is the government's going to be super nice to us, right? They're going to pay for our interest while we're still in school. So by the time you graduate, what you borrowed is what you still owe. You're not going to have accrued interest upon graduation. Today, the average interest rate on one of these loans is hovering around 5.5%. Now, 
they cap these amounts. And as you go through your years, the first year, I want to say it's $2,500 or so per student per year. Then goes to $3,500, $4,500, something in that range. So these dollar amounts that are these sought-after direct subsidized loans, they're not enough. You know, you can't go to college for $3,500 a year. You just, you just can't. So then we fall into the direct unsubsidized loans. These are not based on financial hardship. These are usually set, you know, the dollar amounts, how much you can actually obtain per year by the actual institution you're attending. Whatever college you're going to, if you go down to their financial aid office, they'll have a chart based off the year you are on how many dollars they'll lend out or approve you to get loan of direct unsubsidized federal loans. The difference between them, the direct subsidized and unsubsidized, big difference. The unsubsidized loans, they accrue interest while you're in school. So when you take your loan out freshman year, fall, understand that they could be charging you interest every single month until graduation, even though you haven't even finished school yet. They don't tell you or they don't advertise like they should. And Larry, this is just, you know, this gets me every time. Yeah. You could be paying your interest throughout your college career, which could be pennies or dollars or way less than it'll be at the end of the dime. And keep that balance where it was when you graduate. Or the default is don't pay the interest throughout college. They'll take whatever you owe in interest and capitalize it and add it to your student loan. That's how someone can take out a hundred grand and owe one twenty by the time they graduate college. So the loan comes out, they don't pay the interest, it just goes keeps going up and up and up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at some point the government's gonna get their money one way or the other. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it's going to happen, uh, and people and people don't even know they don't they don't understand. I mean, and you said it. You got an eighteen year old kid that's, you know, signing paperwork. See so how you go to college. Your mom, and dad can't afford to go to college, so they're they're all for it, right? I mean, I get it. You know, I mean, mom and dad, you know, didn't plan what they maybe should have, and here's a way for a kid to go to college. But at the end of the day, no one knows what the end result is, and. They don't tell the other side of the story here. Yeah. We got this cure for your college and yeah, it's going to pay for it. But my gosh, the cure is going to kill you <laughs> on the end, on the other side. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, just, uh, you know, they, they student loans came about through the sixties, pretty sure it was the 1960s through the higher education act. Right. Back when it was like a thousand dollars to get a whatever year or for four year degree. And you know, they had, Perkins loans and these grant programs, and it was reasonable. Right. I think the only thing that they actually still utilize from that act is the name. They called the Higher Education Act, but nothing that was actually set in stone. Or uh, I know. Yeah, I was. I was just looking the other day, uh, just for the heck of it. If you're out of state, coming into University of uh, Florida or Florida State or anywhere, it, it, you know, a even a state school, Florida State, it's like thirty-five grand a semester. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's a lot of money, dude. I mean, 35 grand. And now if you're in, if you're in Florida, you know, it's like 6,500, but if you're coming out of Florida, 
uh, situation somewhere or any other state. I mean, you name it, especially up north. I mean, good night. Mm. Uh, the situation up north is, is a lot more expensive than down south, if, if you will. So, you know, if you're looking at that kind of investment for your education, in which we're not against education, but you got to make sure you know really what the, you know, you know, I, I was playing, I was playing cards with my kids. My kids all came in a couple of weeks to go to my house from Colorado. I had some of my grandkids in and we were, we're playing these card games that I've never heard of. One was called Four Kings and one was called Knock Knock. Never heard of either one of them. Uh, and I lost every time. And the reason I was losing, they knew the rules and I did. <laughs> that was, so that'll do it. That's the same thing here, right? I mean, you know, the government's got the rules. And as you said a few months ago, the most profitability thing for the government was five years in a row with student loans. And why not? Why not have that situation? In the profit? And I'm not saying that people shouldn't pay back their money and all that. That's not what we're saying. But we are saying that you got to know, you got to be educated on, in what's going on. So please, David, continue. Yeah, exactly. Just just give them the rule book first. It's just yeah. something you said. Um the next type we talked about it earlier, the parent plus or grad loans. So this, I just don't understand a lot about it, a lot about why things are structured this way. All of these loans are going to be unsubsidized. So you're accruing interest the entire time you're inscribed. Right. They give you a higher interest rate than all other federal stu- federal student loans. And they're reserved for those that either can't get the subsidized direct and unsubsidized direct, so their parents have to co-sign. So they're putting the parent in a situation, but they're going to give them a higher interest rate than if it was just the individual. Or those that are going to get secondary education, doctor, lawyer, get your MBA, whatever it is you're going back to school for, getting your, you know, want to be a registered nurse, but get that extra designation. They're going to charge us more in interest than if we were getting an undergraduate degree. Where that mentality came from, I'm not sure. But they're thinking, in my opinion, oh, they'll have more money than everyone else. Let's charge them more interest. It it just is backwards in my, my mind, but that's where we are. Yeah, then we have private student loans. We're not going to touch too much on those. You know, those are going to vary depending on the lender, the bank that you're utilizing. They're set by the banks. You know, usually requires a cosigner because they're looking at it just like a traditional loan almost. Sure. 18-year-old probably doesn't have credit to get a $100,000 loan. You're going to have to get someone to cosign on that. And unfortunately, as we go into the benefits of federal student loans, there are benefits these won't require, these won't um, um, be able to use for those. So then we graduate, right? Right, Larry, we finally did it. We graduated college. Everyone's excited until they realize what's coming next. But, you know, the federal government, again, these are not for private student loans. Federal student loans usually have these five main types of repayment processes. If you go through the standard and you don't elect any of the other ones, because the other ones you actually have to go in and elect and qualify and prove that you can qualify, that's about that's another thing. You graduate, you think that they should be calling you to let you know, or at least sending some mail. Here are your options. But they don't. They put you into the standard repayment plan, which will vary between 10 and 30 years. Fixed payments, 
Essentially, you have a mortgage now. Graduate college, you have a mortgage but no house. And that's the standard repayment option. So, right. so once you graduate, there goes to default and you go from a 10-year to a 30-year. I mean, it takes you 10 to 30 years to get get it'll get be it. based off of the the um the amount of loans that you have she'll decide that they'll give it to you and then you pay them one payment till that time's over well we we talked we talked a few months ago david about the the, the guy that owned fifty five thousand and he and he was paying back what 20 years uh, i mean based upon what he was doing us 14 loans that he had these are 20 years 20 years I mean, that's the, the, and you said it right. It's a mortgage without a house. I mean, you're, you're paying a mortgage without a house, right? And I mean, that's that's what you're doing. And and that's ludicrous. And people do not know. I mean, David, here's the thing about, you know, we should be ringing the bell. And that's what we're trying to do today, really, is, is on this podcast, is get the word out to people. And number one, get educated. Right about yeah. the student loans, find out what's going on. And, and you know, you said, and again, I keep going back a second, but I regress back to you said the parent plus loan. You know, the parent has to co sign, right? And, and even on the private loans, you have to co sign. But, you know, as a parent, you know, you want to give your, your, your child the best shot in life. You know, we all want our kids to do better than what we did and we want to have it better. And I, I don't know if that's the best thing sometimes or not, but. But, but, but sometimes I think we end up with some small kids and title kids, but at the end of the day though, you know, a parent, you know, the guilt situation comes, well, I got to sign this so my kid can get in college. Guess what? I'm signing up and I'll yeah. figure out a way to, you know, I'm going to figure out a way, right? That's what we do. And, and we get bootstrapped and strapped with this stuff that going forward and then it defaults and, and to 10 to 30 years of repayment going back. That's, that's, that, that, that's crazy. Yeah, and uh, you know, not to make it even more hard to stomach. As we go through these, I'll, I'll explain. But yeah, these other the next four or the, the last three that we'll go through for the repayment plans. Yeah, they're really based off of income needs. And if you have a parent plus loan, yeah, one of your they're going to take the higher person's income. Where obviously a parent, usually in most cases, will have more income or more track record, all these things are making payments than the recent graduate. Sure. So they're going to penalize the child or the parent whoever's paying it by giving them a higher payment because their income's higher. When in reality, this person can be starting off at a entry-level job and really need to be in a lower payment plan. Sure. Now, now they won't qualify. No, they're going to penalize the, they're going to penalize the child because of the parent. Yeah, and they were but forced for being, for being successful, by the way. Exactly. And they had no choice to sign those papers, like you just said. But um, uh, I got another thing that just, you know, I just can't grasp around it. But we have another type of a plan, the graduated repayment plan. You know, this is great for those that are in professions where, you know, maybe it's like a doctor. They graduate. Now they're an intern not making as much money, but they know in a few years they'll have, you know, their first job at a private practice or in the hospital and then keep going up from there in salary. The graduated shows payments increasing most likely every two years and ensures that in 10 years your balance is paid off. 
the extended stretches the student loan to a 25-year. And you could choose either graduated increased payment or the standard single payment every single month. We get to the the revised pay-as-you-earn. Again, this has to be certified. You have to prove your income at least once a year. This is only for direct borrowers. Again, not the um, private loans. They're going to look at about 10% of your discretionary income, and that's how they're going to calculate your monthly payment. Income base, very similar. For those that already have a high debt-to-income ratio, we can bring those payments down to $0. And they call it forgiveness. They're going to forgive our student loans after a 20 or 25-year period. But understand, forgiveness is not forgiveness. If you, in most cases, unless it's you know under specific programs, but in general, if you owe $100,000 after 20 years and they forgive your loan, the government is going to view that as taxable income. So now you don't owe student loans anymore. We're going to pay the government through taxes. So they're right. going to they're going to take that hundred thousand dollars that they're forgiving, and add it to your taxable income for the year. They're going to get paid, just in a different form. Okay, so they're forgiving hundred thousand dollars, but now you got to claim the hundred thousand dollars as a taxable event. And yeah. if you if you add a hundred thousand dollars to whatever income you have. It's probably going to push you in a much higher tax bracket, right? And let's do that year, yeah. Probably, probably anywhere from twenty-five to thirty-nine percent, if you will, depending on what your income is. And so, there's another forty thousand dollars in income tax, or thirty-five thousand you pay. Yeah, you get a discount, but you still you're still paying. But it's all do it's all do then too. Yeah, you, can't make, you know, unless you're now going through a IRS right. payment plan. Now you're just doing substituting one government plan payment plan for another yeah unbelievable unbelievable yeah so those are the you know student loan types i think it's important for everyone to look back at their student loan accounts it'll say it right there on each one of your loans what type of loan it is just understand which ones you know what which ones you have which program you're in if you're not in one and think you should be in one definitely reach out to someone or call and go through that process because it takes. Yeah, David, what's your, what's your number there, just in case? I mean, let's go ahead and give a, a number that can reach out to your. Office. Yeah, yeah. Our office line is five six one four two nine four one four three. Again, five six one four two nine four one four three. Um, you know, very very fortunate. I work with my my brother and my father as the three advisors at our firm, L three Family Wealth Partners. You can check us out um, at L3, the letter F for family, W for white, P for Paul.com or L3FWP.com. Um, right. Be happy to help you go through that stuff and just educate you more, help you understand what you've been paying for the however many years you've been paying on it. But yeah, and 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 again, um, and for our listeners too, you know, not call our office 904 940 9555. And we'll 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 get you the information too uh, for David that you can get in touch with them, and 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 David can help you. He can show you exactly what's going on as far as your student, what you, you know, what you're faced with, what what the numbers are, you know, what kind of loan that you have, 
And more importantly than that, though, he can show you how to get out of debt. That, mm -hmm. that, that that's the key here. So, David, I just want I just want to throw that situation, you know, so they can contact you in regards to that. Okay, so go ahead, buddy. Yeah, great. So we're gonna finish up here. I'm gonna go through where we are today. Yeah, because all that stuff was around before the last few years. Looks like it's gonna be staying. Those things are just important to understand. But there's so much talk, and this is kind of how we started the, the show today. Student loans are a hot topic. Yes. Is it being talked about for the right reasons? I don't think so. But here's the timeline since 2020 when we first had the halt of payments for federal loans. So we officially stopped having interest growth. We were still making our principal payments. March 13th, 2020 feels like... Uh, you know, a lifetime ago. I'm sure everyone can relate to that. Then we had the Department of Education come out a week later and say, not only are we stopping interest payments, but we're going to give borrowers the option to stop payments for a few months. That was their solution. Fast forward one week later, when we had, you know, the uh, CARES Act come out, inside that was a temporary halt on all student loan payments. Interest bearing all of it. No interest growth, no principal payments required. Then that got extended through December 31st, 2020. Supposed to start up. Then got extended for another year. And then again, and we see it about five or six times, they've had dates on the calendar to start the loan payments and they keep getting extended. They didn't tell us. I made sure all my clients got a webinar going through the great things they can do because this was a opportunity every dollar and people if you're listening right now take advantage because they're they're saying right now 60 days after june the last day in june they're going to start and they seem pretty serious but we could be taking advantage of that because every dollar in federal student loan payment we make today is going to principal so even if you can't pay one off in full you're taking $1 and erasing $1. Wow. Wait until they start up again. $1 is not going to erase $1. It's going to erase whatever interest comes out and the balance will hit your principal. Yep. Those are great ways to take advantage of this freeze while it's still here. That's great. I mean, absolutely right. That's great information. And you know what, Dave? Probably 99% of people out there doesn't know. Exactly. All we're seeing is, you know, again, th th this is not any political statement, but we see the leaders talking about wanting to forgive loans. Why not talk about what we can actually do today? Educate these people because at the end, of the, they're not saying it because they don't want that to happen. Yeah. If we're racing more principal, then they start charging interest. Well, they're getting less money. So we, you know, th that's why it's so important to educate ourselves on these types of things because we're not getting it. So like I said before, today where we stand, in 60 days after the last day in June, they're saying our student loan payments will resume. So borrowers will be able to make their loans, again, like their payments prior to that date. All those payments for eligible borrowers will be going towards principal. I highly recommend you have extra money sitting around, make those payments. I think I saw today an article, uh, Supreme Court, by the end of the week, should have a, a ruling on the forgiveness. 
going to be up to $20,000, not going to make a huge dent in most people's student loan debt. And for those that do qualify, you have to make under $125,000 a year, or if you're married, $250,000 a year. And then there's other ob obstacles to go through as well. So again, it's not student loan forgiveness. It is going to be a potential reduction in your student loan values if you qualify. So again, just to kind of recap what we talked about, the student loan payments seem to be coming up soon. The resumption seems to be coming soon. So this is a great time to log on to your services website, make sure everything looks proper. And if you have, if you're in one of those income-based repayment programs, make sure you recertify your income so you're not surprised with a different monthly payment than the plan you should be in. So again, we have about two months before they're saying they're going to start. This is the great time. Make sure everything's in order. So when it does happen, you're in control, or at least as control you can be. Um, you know, Larry talks about it a lot. You know, we don't just educate, but we lead with it. And then we implement structured financial planning and strategies to help people eliminate their debt. It all starts with understanding the debt and then redirecting dollars towards their own savings vehicles to systematically pay off their debt. And we do this by using a set step-by-step -step process. Be happy to you know talk to anyone about that. And it'll show you how to significantly reduce your time in debt without really having to change your monthly expenses. The dollars leaving your account should be the same, but where they are going will be different. Keep control of your dollars and then we can control our student loan debt. So at, at the key here is that we want to help people get out of debt, right? I mean, get, eliminate the debt itself, right? I mean, that's that's correct. Yep. And yeah, I think we actually have an example. Um, yeah, go ahead. Sure. Yeah, I think we actually have an ex example. And, you know, Larry, I'm sorry when we changed the slide. I didn't choose where this person went to college. He just happened to go to University of Florida. Oh, so, God. so we're going to call him Dr. Gator in the example. <laughs> okay, brother. All right. Go. He... You know, he was fortunate. His parents covered his undergraduate. Yep. He covered his, you know, medical school. So just for those medical school years in state, $216,000 he owed in principal. 216000 Just for medical school, not including. He'd have to pay for undergraduate. Just medical school. Oh, wow. So when he graduated... The government's plan was pay for 40 years and give us $2,500 a month. $2,500 a month for 40 years. And over that 40 years, he'll end up paying $250,000 in interest. He'll end up paying more in interest to become a doctor than he borrowed out in principle to go to school if he follows the original government plan. So... Essentially, he's paying $500,000 back. Essentially, yep. That's right. 40 years for now, uh, three or four years. Here's, we, we, know, we know, you know, in most cases, I mean, I mean, we're at a shortage in doctors right now. I mean, that's what I hear, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, doctors make, you know, uh, uh, good money, if you will. 
Uh, but still, I mean, you're talking about over $500,000 here and just for the medical school itself, just by itself. Right. And so yeah. you, that's, that's, that's a, that's a big, that's a big weight to carry at $2,500 a month at, for 40 years. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, a young person trying to create their life, you know, this person was actually just got engaged and. You know, that was a decision. He he had to decide on if he could afford to marry the person that he loved because yeah, yeah, those are the decisions he's making. Yeah, I can hear that proposal. Well, honey, here, I I want you to marry me, but just to let you know, uh, there's five, you're coming into this thing with $500,000 of debt and you don't, and we don't, and we don't have a house yet just to let you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's great. So what we're, we're. So did you, were you able to help this guy? Yeah, not only did we help him, um, what we did for him was analyze the student loans. It all starts with that, understanding the student loan types and what's available to him. We showed him a way to take what they were offering, $2,500 a month, yep, and go into a federal program, not, re- not consolidated, not refinance, just go into a repayment program yep. where he can cover his interest, Right, and have a thousand dollars in discretionary money from that twenty five hundred. So fifteen hundred goes to student loans. A thousand dollars, we're going to show him how to save it and build it up. Every time he has enough money to pay up one loan in full, we take it out, we pay it off. We teach him how to not make a payment when he pays off that loan anymore. But those dollars are now free; they're in his bank account. They're not going to the lender. Yeah, we're going to go back to his savings, and now more money is growing. And not costing him interest, but earning him interest. So in 13 years, not 40, he's debt free. So right there, you took you took the guy saying 2,500 dollars that the payment was for the loan. You took 1,500 of that, gave him a thousand dollar discretion, and got him out of debt in 13 years, not 40 years, and saved him God knows how much interest. Right. Well, I, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm like that, but I know the answer. Oh, he, he might know also, but I also know I have a, you know, he pays off that $216,000 balance by paying it off 27 years earlier. He will save $157,000 in scheduled interest. $157,000 and interest that went back in his pocket. Yes. Now, David. Here's the thing. If he's remember, we you are only using fifteen hundred, a thousand going the other in other place. But I wonder what that would do. You may not have the number for this, but I wonder what that do at the same time he was going to be out of debt based upon how he was doing it with the government by doing it your family bank way, he would have a boatload of money, I think, at the same point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, we we run everything, and again, when someone sits down with us, they're yeah. going to see it black and white. They're going to understand exactly yeah. the differences. Right. It's not guess. You know, math ha- doesn't have an opinion. Sometimes you wish it could, but it doesn't. It does not. If this individual, when he pays off his each loan, so he had I think eighteen different loans. Every time yeah. he pays one off, yeah, he keeps saving it instead of spending it, which yeah. I would have had you anyway. Yeah. In the same 40 years, yep. 
He didn't just pay off his last loan. He paid it off in 13 years, saved $157,000 in interest. And on top of that, say over a year time frame, yeah, we'll have over $1.1 million built up from the same $2,500 he was using to pay his debt. I, and, and and what did we say a few minutes ago is, you know, we make millionaires based upon the money they're paying other people. And here's a perfect example of $150,000 in interest saved that went back in his pocket that he can invest and he'd have over a million dollars at the same time period that he was going to be paying the student loan debt. That, I mean, to me, that's just amazing. I mean, just an amazing to make that happen. It really is. And, and yeah. when, I, when I hear these stories, whether it's student loan debt or any other debt where your family bank, basically, at the end of the day, it's a miracle what it does. And you and and I love this and I'm gonna steal this. Matt does not have an opinion. <laughs> you know, it's it it is black and white. And that's exactly what we tell people. So I, sometimes I hear people say, Well, it sounds too good to be true. Well, guess what? Um, it's not, and it's math and it works. And I know, I know, I, I know our producer is going crazy right now because we're way over time at this point. But <laughs> David, listen. This is incredible, and 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 man, I want to thank you and for being on the show today. I appreciate it. I I know we got a lot lot of information out there for us today, uh, but again, I want, let's let's get your number out there and uh, to get get in touch with you because I'm telling you, we're speaking to a lot of people. A lot of people got student loan debt. Today. What's that number, David? Yeah, again, and anyone listening today, if you call, you know, the office. You'll speak with Margo um, in our office. If you say you heard us on the York Family Bank show, every, you know, the consultation, all the planning work, we'll do complimentary for every single person that calls. Oh, man, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure you say the York Family Bank show and our phone number is 561-429-4143. Or check us out. Our website is l 3 F for family, W for wealth, P for partners.com, L3FWP.com. It's funny. One more thing. Uh, I'm, 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 my name is Edgar Lawrence McLean III, but they call me Larry. They used to call me L3, and I used to call my son EL, L4, and we also have an L5 in the family, his son. So I like them L3, 4, and 5 is number, buddy, for sure. So, Hey man, thank you so much. I appreciate thank it. you, Larry. Thank you, yeah. buddy. And and um, Matt, buddy, you there? I am here, sir. Good deal. So I know we're running a little, little long today, but uh, great information today. Yeah, absolutely great uh, info. I mean, just stuff that you know people just don't know, and that's the point of the that's the point of the Your Family Bank show to begin with. And uh, I think having David here to talk about and you know an issue that's something that we don't necessarily talk about on every episode is uh, is a great thing because education is key. And, you know, as they say, what's the old saying, knowledge is power, but it's only powerful. It's only useful if you actually put it into practice. So there you go. Absolutely. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, David. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it, guys. Happy Fourth of July to everyone. Uh, uh, be it safe. Have a great day. God bless all of you. See you now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. You deserve to work with a financial expert who has a track record of helping clients exceed their financial goals by implementing safe and proven strategies. 
To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Larry, visit yourfamilybank.org. Are banking fees sucking extra money from your wallet? I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. Loan interest and bank fees can drain money out of your retirement bucket, so it's important to be aware of and budget for these fees. Personal finance website NerdWallet reports banking fees alone can cost many consumers $300,000 over their lifetime. One of the fees that catches consumers off guard the most is the account maintenance fee. On a lot of checking accounts, you'll pay it every month unless you maintain a minimum balance. Kimberly Palmer with NerdWallet recently told NBCLA there's also another solution. The most powerful move that consumers can make is just to find a new bank. Overdraft fees can also be hefty. Many banks charge 35 bucks or more per transaction. Palmer says these can really add up, especially if you end up paying the fee on several small transactions. So what can you do? You might prefer to have your transaction declined then can't surprise with that overdraft fee. ATM fees and charges to receive paper statements are others to watch out for. To avoid them, use only your bank's ATMs and elect to have digital statements emailed to you each month. 401k and IRA fees are sometimes the trickiest. So you have to scroll all the way down, it's in fine print, and so people just don't realize what these fees are and how they add up. So do you really know what you're paying in bank fees? It's a key question to consider, and it's one of the 23 retirement cost cutters for 2023. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. To request your free copy of the 23 retirement cost cutters for 2023, call your family bank at 904-940-9555 or go to yourfamilybank.org.